They're just two average guys talking about movies, sports, games, wrestling, and whatever else their pea-sized brains can come up with. You're listening to The Slacker Cast. What's up, everybody? Here at you with another episode of The Slacker Cast. I'm Greg. I'm Lawrence. And this is Corey. And we had a lot of wrestling uh, happen over the last time since we we recorded. So, uh... I want to jump right into some wrestling talk. I want to recap the Great Balls of Fire. Worst pay-per-view name ever, <laughs> by the way. Um, th- you, you actually watched it, right, Corey? Yeah, uh, for the most part. I, 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 I watched it, shitty, but it was after the fact. Shitty name. Yeah. Shitty name, but pretty good pay-per-view, actually. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, some of the things I got noted down here was... Uh, only problem I had with it was it was a bunch of matches that would kind of... Some of them was a bunch of matches we've already seen before. Okay, makes sense. Like, yeah. uh, we've seen Sheamus and Cesaro and the Hardys uh, half a dozen times now. Oh, yeah, I'm tired. We've seen Miz and fucking Dean Ambrose, like, uh, I don't know, like something like 250 times. Um, we've seen Braun and Roman that many times, but... I think there was another one on there. Oh, yeah, Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt. We've seen that one about fucking a thousand times, too. Yeah. So pretty much it was a long episode of Raw that you had to pay for. I, what my what I remember of it is I remember Big Cass beating the shit out of Enzo. Oh, man. We got to talk about that but later. I was going to ask, did they play the Great Balls of Fire song there? They had to at least play Of course the they did. That yeah. was like the intro song for it. That was a whole. That, what what it is is whoever named this pay per view. They like really fucking love that song, and they're like, man, I really want to. I, I really want to use this as like an intro song for one of the pay per views. I know exactly what it was. What's that? Vince wanted to find a song by someone older than him. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> it's probably what it's probably what Vince sings in the shower all the time. And he's like, he's like, God damn it, I'm gonna make a pay per view out of it. I don't give a shit. I'm Vince McMahon. Damn it. That's what went down. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brains, you son of a bitch. <laughs> When's this old fucker gonna die? <laughs> I don't want, man. That's gonna be a very. That's, really that's gonna be like a, such a sad day for us. You realize that, right? Oh my god. The whole two hours of raw, both shows would have to be a tribute to him. It's gonna be. It's. It's probably gonna be like titled "The Day Wrestling Died." I bet the. I bet this fucking casket's right in the middle of the ring and raw. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. It won't surprise me. Oh, man. And the taker and all the other guys come in, <laughs> touch the casket or something? I don't know. No, they'll probably, like, fucking powerbomb somebody into the casket or some shit. <laughs> Stone Cold will come and put a beer on the casket. So, no, no. Stone Cold will pull his dead body out of the casket and stun it. Oh, my God. That would be perfect. That was Vince's last wish. And then fucking JR will be uh, come back for the commentary about, oh my god, he re killed him. <laughs> no, he'll just say, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. <laughs> like 50 times. Vince McMahon may be the first zombie. Y'all realize that, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's already looking like it. I just realized but I forgot to plug in the microphone. Please don't tell me you did that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. I got it now, but the first part of the audio oh made me shit. <laughs> Welcome to Slackercast, guys. It's all right. It's great. I love it. Um, yeah, I, I I noted that Cesaro, uh, Seamus and Cesaro, you know, they retain. I 
fast forwarded through most of the match. I ain't gonna lie. What I gotta ask you about is the Roman Reigns Braun Strowman match because the ambulance match was the thing that they kept hyping up this whole couple weeks, month going into this great. It's pretty good fucking match, honestly. Yes. Okay. I'm liking Roman Reigns. I'm with Corey on that though. Like every time Braun and Roman have a match, even though we've seen it a thousand times, it's always good. Oh yeah, they're getting better. Uh, I think Roman is at least. You know, Braun's always really been good. So. I like them getting together because it's always so physical and 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 uh, violent and and uh, that's something that's kind of missing. I think in the show now. So all I know yeah, they don't really hold back. All I know is I the it was all acceptable for me because the Miz kept the Intercontinental Title. I was going to ask you about that. I knew you'd be happy because... I even got a note on here. It says, thank God. Yeah, you do not like to see the strap on Dean Ambrose because you say it just... I didn't like seeing the world title on him because I felt like his character changed when he became world champion. He wasn't the same Dean Ambrose. It's like they put the title on him too early and he didn't know how to do it. Almost kind of like what we got going on with gender right now. Oh, yeah. But um, what I, th- what I loved... About that fucking uh, Braun and Roman match, though, the production on that match was fucking amazing. Like, the end of it, because, I mean, it felt like a magic trick. Because when Roman backs the fucking ambulance into the fucking uh, semi-trailer, I'm sitting here wondering, I'm like, damn, man, how'd they get, how'd, you know... How'd they, do, how'd they do this? How'd they get him out of there fast enough and then put him back in while all this shit was going? And then I started thinking about it. All the filming was from the right side anyway, so they just could have snuck him out of a hatch or something like that. You never, ever saw the other side of the ambulance, so there's probably just another door. That's what it was. Oh, but, I, thought, um, I thought it was real. <laughs> Sorry. You're saying I didn't think about that till just now. I was like, wow, they really just let Ron Sullivan... I love shit like that because it's like the days of old where they make you wonder how they did it. Just like if you were at a magic show. You're like, man, that's fucking cool. How'd they do it? I love that I love that they did something like that. And having the fucking firemen come with the jaws of life and shit, that was just cool. It made it feel more real and raw. Yeah. yeah. I liked it too. I mean, even it, though... It felt, it felt like an attitude error type skit. You know what I mean? But with uh, even though that match was good, I gotta say... My favorite match on the card was fucking Lesnar and Samoa Joe. That match was surprisingly really good to me. You know, I'm happy Brock won. I'm glad he didn't lose to Samoa Joe. That would have... I don't know. It just keeps Brock still, like, high. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't take away from him. What do you think? I was talking to Corey about this, uh, actually, just the other day. And the reason the ending of that match was good, which, you know, Lesnar won via F5, but... Joe, like Joe, like Corey said, Joe kind of beat the fuck out of him the majority of the match. So, I mean, he kept putting him in the Coquina clutch. And, like, basically how Brock won is he powered him up, got an F5 on him, pinned him, escaped. So, Brock wins via F5. It doesn't make Joe look weak. It just makes Brock look like he got lucky. So, okay. both yeah. guys look good coming out of it. Right. But I loved how well Lesnar sold to Samoa Joe. Oh, yeah, that guy can turn his face red like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the match, Corey? No, I, I thought it was good. I, the more I think about the ending, the more I'm okay with it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just hate when Lesnar is it's just the suplex city thing and he squashes someone. I mean, he really needs to sell to someone so it you have the thought that he could possibly lose a match yeah. at some point. 
Well, I mean, I think the reason they're starting to do that and making him sell more is because eventually they're going to have to have smaller guys fight him. And if he's not yeah. selling to anybody, then you're not ever going to believe these smaller guys can even fucking hurt him. So Yeah, like Finn Balor or somebody. Come on, really? Jumping into Raw. Finn Balor, Go Balor ahead. will probably face him at the Rumble or Survivor Series, one of the two. Yeah, they're not there. I mean, right now I'm enjoying what they're doing with Balor with the Elias Samson thing. So I, at least they're keeping him, you know, on TV and relevant. But that, that brings us into Raw, which... Uh, we started out on that with the big cast promo. And I was gonna you called this like months ago. You said they were gonna break those two up. They finally did it like last week. What was your thoughts going in on that about this whole Enzo and cast? I'm glad they broke them up, but Big Cast needs work on the mic. Oh he does. Man, I'm glad you brought that up. And honestly Oh my god. I think he needs he looks too much like a baby face. He needs to I don't know what they can do to him to make him look more heelish, but they gotta do something. You're you're absolutely right about that. Just sticking your hand in the air in a fist. Dude. I said I said that um, I said that his music was okay. Corey obviously thinks it's horse shit. <laughs> I don't remember it, so that's that tells you how good it is. I don't even remember what it sounded like. He has new music. I thought it was I, all right. I, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you one thing about this breakup is Enzo was cutting the promos of his career through it. Yeah. He he's he. Uh, I think. I think as long as uh, Enzo can stay fresh, he might actually be able to do some good shit on singles action. Yeah. Uh, th- I, I got- hope they don't pair him up with Big Show now. You know what I mean? Oh, because they're bringing Big Show back out. <laughs> I, got, I got one of my favorite parts of Raw was when Elias Samson comes out to do his song. He's like, hello, my name is Elias Samson. <laughs> I said, my name is Elias Samson. <laughs> You're Elias Samson and your Baron Corbin sound the same. All my shit sounds the same. My my Baron Corbin, my Elias Samson, and my fucking uh, Braun Strowman all sound the same. <laughs> well, what, how, how did you say Braun Strowman said about uh, Roman Reigns at time when they were in Chicago? <laughs> Roman, Chicago. No, he says I don't like you. No, he's no he like, said Chicago yeah. doesn't like you. No, wait. No, you said I, I forgot how what he said. He's, he's he's like. He's like, he's like, Roman Reigns, Chicago doesn't like you, and neither do yeah. I. <laughs> it's messed up. Said the whole city didn't like it. They didn't. <laughs> that wasn't a lie, though. What do y'all think of the Mizzies? The Mizzy Awards. Oh, the Mizzy Awards. The Miz can do no wrong. That guy can sell. Like, even when he had the balls on there, he can make them look good just because of how much energy he's got. Anyone who comes on his show next to him, he's just... I don't know. He cuts some. You know, he cuts good promos. It's the Miz. I'm just kind of jealous of the Miz's hair. You are. Yeah. That's eh, cool. I guess it's a heel. It makes him look like a heel. So that's why I like it. It's like douchebag hair. And I'm so glad they got you know Curtis Axel and uh, who's the other guy that's with them now? Oh, Bo Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad they got them doing something instead of just sitting in the back. Why is one of them wearing a suit and the other look like a biker though? <laughs> It's like The Miz went to two different bars on two different sides of town and found one guy to be his thug from the south side and then the other guy to be his thug from the north side. I really... Maybe that's the idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm not getting thugged from either one of them, so he fucked up. <laughs> they some fake thugs? Fake thugs. Yeah. And as far as The Mizzies go, 
I thought it was dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that impressed with the segment either, honestly. I was like, I mean, I always love seeing the Miz, but yeah, it was just. Like it nothing, felt like filler. Like. It wasn't a spectacular thing from the Miz. It was just his usual shtick. So, uh, the revival returned and beat the hell out of the Hardys after they lost to Sheamus and Cesaro. I guess. Let again. me ask you this: When were they supposed to get interesting? Oh no, they lost to Gallows and Anderson, wasn't it? Yeah. What, what are you thinking about the Hardys right now? Are you like? Remember the pop we got at WrestleMania when they came back? I didn't even pop then. You didn't? I had more of a what <laughs> I had more of a what the fuck are you doing here kind of thing. Okay, I guess it was just other people then. But they haven't done anything as of late to make me say I'm I need to see you every week. I really haven't. They're in their promo, you can tell they're trying to start they're going to try to start doing some of the brother Nero crap, but they got to stop calling themselves the fucking Hardys. That's all there is to it. And, and they gotta start calling them the Hardy Boys. God damn, they're old. Yeah. And they gotta change their fucking annoying ass music. Fucking, I, I'm so sick. I've never really cared for their music. It just sounds like fucking noise. I mean, I, <coughs> like, get the fuck out of here. I'm tired of hearing it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gals and Anderson won, so. Uh, I think that's why I think that's why Lita went with Edge that time. She was sick of fucking coming up with that song. <laughs> I mean, at least when Matt Hardy had his own theme, it was decent. You know, the fucking slap yeah, a tornado was... shit, whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> 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 that's that's them for you. Don't even fucking make sense. I can slap a tornado. That's probably why he came up with it. It don't make any sense. Why? Why would you want to? Ask him. That guy, that, everything he did didn't make sense. Yeah, you know what would be intimidating as fuck is if I could just slap a tornado. I'll make a song about that. All right, all right, moving on, you fucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, what about, uh, what do y'all think of the Kurt and Lesnar promo? Or I should say Kurt, Lesnar, Roman, and Joe promo. I liked it. All the curse, curse words they said. It was kind of Attitude Era-ish. Well, I mean, they said ass. Oh, that ish. <laughs> you know, well, was, no, Lesnar said full. shit, didn't he? Well, they blurred it out on mine. I yeah, couldn't even did. hear it. They bleeped it out. Yeah, we actually got to hear Lesnar talk, though. That's rare. I know. Because yeah. he has a baby voice. <laughs> His voice don't match him. And that, uh, don't you like how Paul Heyman brought up the whole scan, like Kurt scandal thing, the texting Oh, you meant the Twitter thing. thing that turned into the texting? Yeah. <laughs> that turned into... It was Twitter. Well, now that's just going all over the place now. I did hear a rumor on that, if you want to address it at some point. What's the rumor? Yeah, go ahead. Well, apparently, I guess next week they're supposed to come out with it. Yeah. But I've heard the, the rumor thing is he is like Chad Gable's going to be his illegitimate son. What? Oh, I told you those guys are like Kurt Angle's twins. <laughs> like, they were pretty much his gimmick, just two of them. Like, if someone split Kurt Angle in two, then it would be American Alpha. Okay, but that, let, let's say they do that. It doesn't really make me care about Chad Gable anymore. Well, it would if he goes over to SmackDown instead and is, like, the manager of American Alpha. Or they come to Raw or something. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess that could work out. 
Then Corey Graves becomes the general manager of Raw. <laughs> no. Look, me and Corey already talked about this. It would work out. So that great. means Daniel Bryan's leaving, huh? If you're if you're already speculating that Kurt's going to go to SmackDown to be there, general manager. I think I think Daniel Bryan's done when this contract is up anyway. Yeah. It's like you motherfuckers ain't gonna let me wrestle. Fuck you. I tell you what, my fear is about the GM of Raw. What's up? Fears are going to bring in Dixie Carter. Oh God! <laughs> oh my God! That would fuck. That would make me puke. <laughs> He's coming. <gone. laughs> That's right. Vince, if I was Vince's friend and I was talking to him, I'd go, oh my God, he's gonna, he's gonna puke. <laughs> my 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 uh, child spits up all the time. Like after she eats, she's spitting up. And sometimes I'll be on the phone with Corey, and there's like this old scene on Beyond the Mat to where like draw, uh, Darren Drysdale, who's a wrestler who came in and got he ended up getting paralyzed, couldn't wrestle anymore. Um, oh. Well, he, his gimmick was like he could make himself puke, and like they're in Vince's office, and he's like, uh, he's like, he's like, you want to show it to me or whatever, like what he can do, and like Draws is like, sure, you know, and Vince is like, well, let me see it. So they put a trash can up on the table, and Vince like just goes straight into character, and Draws is like above the trash can, and Vince is like, oh my god, he's gonna, he's gonna puke, he's gonna puke. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great scene. You gotta put that clip on the WrestleMania or the uh, Flackercast. Uh, yes, I will. I'll put Twitter. the I'll put the YouTube link on there because it, it is it is great. Uh, Speaking so, of the promo, though, I was gonna say I wanted to see Kurt do something. I wanted to see him Olympic slam somebody. Well, I want to talk about that actually because uh, what we got out of that is it's gonna be Roman versus Joe to see who faces Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. And you said you heard a rumor that it's going to be a fatal four-way, Corey? Yeah, that's what I heard. I would, I would assume, like, probably during that match next week, Ron will come out or something, you know, and screw it all up. Yeah, so it's rumored that it's going to be a fatal four-way between Brock, Braun, Roman, and Joe at SummerSlam. Brock, Braun Strowman to come back. Oh, that would make so much. That makes sense. I see that happening. Here's a question. hell of a match. But the question is, who would you see winning that match? To go on to face Brock, yeah. No, who would you see winning the match Brock at SummerSlam? Yeah. Between oh, I think I think Roman. Yeah, probably. I mean, him or Joe, because that's that's who they that's who they're really pushing right now. It's too early for Braun to get that title. I think. I think Braun's gonna jump to SmackDown and take the title over there, and probably feud with someone like AJ or something like that. Because honestly, man, uh, unless he starts feuding with like one of the smaller guys like Finn or something like that, I just I don't see what they're going to do with him after Roman on Raw. Unless he, they could, I guess they could make him feud against each member of the fucking Shield. I don't know. But. Well, they could make him lose to fucking Kalisto again out of nowhere. God. <laughs> I saw something where like they said either Primo or Epico was released. And like I commented on it. And I'm like, I'm like, oh God, no. Not Primo or Epico. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, really? Who gives a fuck? Because <laughs> they're all talking like, I guess this means more singles action for Epico or Primo, whichever one got released. And I'm like, I'm just like, who fucking cares? Yeah, I don't even remember who they were. The Shining Stars. Oh God, they had weren't they called something else? The 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 Colognes. The Colognes. All you can do is shake your head, just like no. <laughs> 
They may as well be called the colons because they're filled. They're fucking nothing but shit. And that's all. That's all that's inside. That's of all them. there is to it, guys. Yeah. Um, what did y'all think of? I, I I just barely fucking. I mostly fast forwarded past this, but that whole Bailey Sasha Nia Jax match. I feel like it's a tragedy what happened to Bailey. <laughs> I honestly do. I feel like WWE doesn't know what to do with Bailey. It's and they rumored she's gonna turn heel. Okay, that's some interesting. Because remember, I for the longest, know. we thought Sasha was going to turn on Bailey. on Bailey. Would you think Bailey might turn on Sasha? Wouldn't it be cool if Bailey turned heel and like her little inflatable things were like, Demons. you know, they're all colorful now. They like she like still did them, but they're all black. <laughs> or they start to blow up, and she like just fucking tears the shit out of them every time. Yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. I would like that one better. What you just said. I would love her to like walk by and grab a sign from a little girl in the crowd and rip it up in her face. Yeah, that'd be great. Other than that, the women's division on Raw sucks. I don't know what what were they thinking. They had a good thing going when Charlotte was there, and they just they got to be kicking themselves in the ass over that. Charlotte versus Bailey feud. They aren't even doing shit with her on the SmackDown. No, really. Do you still think Nia Jax is dumpy? I still do till the day I die, or till the day she loses it. <laughs> One of the two. I still hear uh, that song playing in my head when I see her come out. I don't know about y'all, but the main event was uh, Bray versus Rollins again. He has the next part of their yeah. grudge match. I, first off, I don't, I don't even know who fucking won it. Uh, Bray. Oh, Bray won again? Yeah, Bray won again. And, and he did the follow the buzzards, whatever and that uh, means. I, I mean, I, that match, that, that whole thing bores the shit out of me. I just don't care Honestly, about it. Honestly, when Bray comes out to speak, I don't care. I almost shut I it. I want to, but I don't. I started to turn it off because I thought that was it, but then I left it. And then I saw Kurt show up, and I'm like, "Oh, I guess." Oh, was, that's what I was going to address when he was talking about the rumors of Kurt. I think he was on the phone with. Do you think it would be Stephanie or one of the McMahon's? Because someone's supposed to come back. You know what? Don't make sense about this fucking whole scandal thing. What? Why are they texting Corey Graves too? Uh, yeah, we we talked about that last week. We don't know. How is how is he relevant to any of this? Yeah, why not Michael Cole or? Is just... he Kurt Angle's lawyer or something? And you think he'd be too much of a dick to come tell Kurt? You think that would be something he'd keep to himself and then reveal on his own? Because that's what a dick would do. Yeah. He wouldn't go, okay, I don't know. The whole thing doesn't fucking let's, make let's, sense. Let's address something else about Corey Graves, because we talked about this um, privately. Why the hell is he a heel other than when Elias Samson... Oh, there? he dogs the shit out of Elias Samson. Anytime they interrupt his little song, he's like, thank God somebody came out. I think someone didn't explain to him, like, you know, he's a heel, right? Like, Elias is not a good guy. Well, like, Corey's telling me that like, I think they feuded back in NXT or something like that. But at the same time, I'm like, most of the people that are watching Raw probably don't watch NXT, so who the fuck cares anyway? It doesn't make sense to keep it riding it out. Them, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's okay to, to carry that shit over if you explain it, which they never did. Uh, I gave Raw a 6 out of 10 rating. It wasn't great, but it didn't... I mean, it wasn't... Nah, I it wasn't it. the worst I've ever seen. I'd give it a 5. It was just... Yeah. It actually kept me interested more. Because what you got to ask yourself is this. Was the main event memorable? I mean, we've seen that, like you said, a million times. Bray won again, so... The main event wasn't, but some of, like, some of the, like, promo shit was. There was also the one thing... Uh, oh, never mind. That was on SmackDown. Um, uh, SmackDown, it, 
Well, first we got to address the fact that AJ Styles won the United States Championship at a house yeah, show. We, we did, yeah. <laughs> that was news to me. I saw him with it. I was like, what happened to Kevin Owens? That, you know that rarely ever happens, that a wrestler wins at a house show, like a title. Okay. Don't they script it? Why would it be rare? Why would they decide? Because house shows are not televised most of the time, so they don't usually have titles change hands on shows that aren't televised. What, what would be the thinking to do that? Why, would, why the house show? Why, did they, why do you think management well, or whatever Corey decided? pretty much already nailed that. Okay. What was it, Corey? It was in New York City. Yep. Okay. Madison Square Garden. That's that, was probably, that was probably a bigger house than SmackDown was going to draw, so... Okay. <laughs> that's like their home arena. So they do they do some title changes there sometimes. That's where Diesel won the title, heavyweight title once at a house show. Yeah, the world championship. So there you guys go. If you guys want to see some title changes, New York is where you got to go. Actually, I'm going to tell you right now, to anyone who's wrestling fans out there, the house shows are usually the best shows you're going to see. So yeah. if you see... You know, a house show out there, non-televised event. Don't hesitate because you think if it's not a Raw or SmackDown, it's going to suck. Those are usually some of the best shows. So definitely check those out. They're not televised. I mean, there's no, there's no script they have to follow by the T. They can actually have more creative freedom. Yeah, they have more fun with those shows. Yep, so. they do. They rest, The wrestlers actually like them better because they can be more, you know, themselves. Edgier, okay. But leading into SmackDown, AJ issued an open oh, challenge. Uh, yeah, I was going to say one more thing, though. Go uh, ahead. With Raw, was as much as we kind of dogged the, the women's division especially, I think Alexa Bliss is having the best couple of days of her career right now, the best time. Yeah, it, she is, but that's just the problem is it's not going to be memorable because the division sucks so bad. Yeah, and it's like you said, they just need to eliminate this, the, 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 this Raw and SmackDown division and form it into one. Alexa Bliss doesn't suck. What they're doing with the women's division right now, the writing sucks. So, okay. Well, what did y'all think of the open challenge things and Cena answering? I thought that it was a good setup, but he's the free agent, John Cena. Now, yeah. remember how he addressed that? Like, yeah. no, that means you're not going to be here that long. That means you're kind of one foot in Hollywood, one foot here. But he made it to where he was a good yeah. guy still because he's John Cena. So I thought that was funny. Here, here's the problem with that, though. If he's like, his time is limited, why go after the U.S. title? Because it's John Cena. Because cause John Cena is the perfect soldier that's never been in the military. So yeah. who better to represent America and America's title than the the greatest American ever known to man, John Cena? His chin alone is oh, I thought, I thought the more American. Was real. The Marine was real. <laughs> that was a biography. <laughs> That's what it was. It was John Cena's autobiography. <laughs> it's not just people dog his acting. He was good in that one movie where he played uh, the wrestler guy's brother. The yeah, skinny. that was. He was I thought he was man. good in that. So if he did more like that, then oh, you're gonna see him act his ass off in this new movie where he plays like a sniper or some shit. <laughs> He's crawling on the fucking ground. He's got the fucking camo makeup on and okay. shit. Getting his arm sports and everything. You're going to see somebody dedicate themselves to a role like you've never There's... fucking seen before with that. Because he's playing a military guy and he will go all out. He will Tom Cruise that shit. Hell yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, um, that segment pretty much was, was just... What do you think about Rusev coming back? That's, that's big what news. I'm saying. Well, he's already, he was back the week before. He's been back before that. Okay. Do you like his new haircut? 
Yeah, it's I I like the longer hair better, but it's all right. Well, people wouldn't, are, that, wouldn't he still be wouldn't he still be handsome or something? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he beat, but basically, him and Owens just beat the fuck out of Styles and Cena, and that set up the main event. You know, anytime something like that happens, what the main event's going to be following it. They've been doing. God, how long have they been doing that, Corey? For fucking years. I don't know. When they jump them and when they jump them, and some the GM comes out, goes, you know what? We're gonna have a main event. (laughs) You know what's coming. That's funny. We had a. I mean, and like honestly, SmackDown was garbage to me for the most part. I got few notes on it, but Jinder uh, Jinder Mahal defeated Ty Dillinger with his finisher. And then cut like a little his usual little gender promo afterwards. Well, at least they're using Ty Dillinger now. I yeah, at least we're at least we're seeing him on TV. But and it was a non-title match anyway, so it was like kind of what's they're getting ready for that putting job. But me and Corey both commented on how gender's gender Mahal's theme is fucking awesome. It is. I like that's the best part of Jinder Mahal besides his well. He's got the best body probably in WWE right now. Well, of course, because he out-diets anybody. That's a a secret. He's also got the work. His hair is getting out of control. His hair is getting out of control. His fucking jerry curl thing he's got going is worse (laughs) every week. (laughs) Can't be any worse than... Before long, his turban ain't going to be able to contain it. (laughs) His turban. Oh, my God. It's going to be like busting out the sides of it. But like gonna, little curls yeah. will be hanging. But he's going <laughs> to blame it on the, the fans because of their bigotry. Yes. You make fun of me because of my hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we make fun of you because you're a fucking Canadian portraying an Indian. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No, I thought he was legit Indian. Oh, that just ruined it for me, Corey. Thanks. I can never look at him the same. He's like, he's got some Indian in him, right? He's a, yeah, but he's from Canada. Yeah. Just like Sami Zayn, you know, has some Syrian in him, yeah, but he's from, from Canada. Canada. Uh, I didn't really, I mean, that match was okay. It wasn't shit. I mean, I like Ty Dillinger, man. I'd like to see more of him. I think he could, they need to, you know, utilize him. He's, he's a talent, and his little thing is catchy. I just wish he still pulled out the number 10 instead of did it with his hands. I like that. Um, we had Baron Corbin jump Shinsuke in the back. Here's what I like about Baron Corbin is that even though he's a heel, he's not one of those heels that teams up with other heels. He does it on his own. I think he jumps people in the back more than any fucking wrestler I've ever seen before. I mean, anybody he feuds with, he is going to find you in the back and fucking jump, jump you. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They need to do a supermarket skit again like they did with Stone Cold and Booker T. Oh, God, that was great. Do you remember do... that, Corey? Yeah. The supermarket yeah. match. God, they just don't have matches like that anymore. They, like, bought a supermarket for a day. <laughs> Trashed it. But, yeah, they could do something with that with Baron Corbin. And who's he feuding with now? Uh, He's feuding Nakamura. Yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura. I think they're gonna fuck up with Nakamura though. I think they're gonna. I think they already are. They're 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 putting him on TV too much. So like, I I think they need to do with him like they do with Brock. He needs to be a guy that doesn't wrestle all the time. It's like a spectacle when he wrestles. Kind of like how they do with Bobby Roode on uh, NXT. Yeah. 
Instead, instead of ha- putting them in a match every single fucking week, only put them in maybe like one match a month other than the pay-per-view That's why match. I was saying they're ruining them now because look what you're, you're doing too much with them. We're seeing them too much. He's no longer, you know. Cause it's, also made him look, they've made him look goofy as fuck on there. Yeah, no, I know. I, it, it, it's like his entrance isn't as flashy as it was in NXT. Nah. And I don't know why. Sure. One of the rumors that I heard that I hope is wrong was the whole they're trying to bury Sami Zayn. I don't want that to happen. But what are they doing with him? Where did you hear that rumor? I don't know if it was with uh, you. We actually pulled it up. It was a while back. You actually said, "Oh yeah, yeah I wrestlers saw of 2017 to get buried." That was one of those bullshit articles on like the Sports Stir or some shit like that, where they just make up shit for clickbait. I think I think Sami's fine. They put him in. When they want to have a good match, they use him, and I think he's just outside the main event. So. I actually like the segment they did with him on SmackDown this week with the whole Maria Canellis and her her fucking husband thing. Did y'all? Did either one of y'all see that? I read about it. Yeah. I'll run you by basically what happened real quick. Um, like she comes looking for uh, him in the back, and like in the male in the men's locker room, because she wants a third apology from him. And then, like, right after that, he finds them, and she demands a third apology out of him. He does this whole thing about, I don't think I owe you an apology. And it ends up with her fucking slapping him in the face. And uh, then uh, the other guy, I forget what his name, Mike Canellis, is that it? Yeah. He, like, busts a vase on the back of his head. And then Sammy talks about it more on Talking Smack, which... It was actually uh, not a bad little segment. Okay. But uh, that's, that's going to be, I guess that's going to be a feud that they're going to... They're going to go on with. Other than that, though, the only thing that really happened on SmackDown was the the main event after that. I mean, there was a women's thing that nobody gives a fuck about. Damn, they ruined Charlotte, dude. You had a good thing right there. How do you do that? Greg, how do you do that? I don't know, man. What the f- Okay. I just watched SmackDown today, and already I can't remember most of it. If I'd have wrote this shit down, I wouldn't know what the fuck happened. It was so irrelevant. <laughs> uh, we got another another wrestling story I thought you might want to talk about is the release of Austin Aries. Ah, yeah, we did Whoa, need to talk about that. Whoa, that's big news. You he just came that? back. Yeah. He, he requested his release. He requested it? Yes. Why? That's big news. Because he um didn't like what they were doing with his kid. I mean, they made him lose to fucking Neville, what, like four times? Yeah, I heard I heard a little change to that though. Since after I heard him say or heard him say that he wanted his release, I heard that possibly the company just released him because of his attitude. What is he known for having a bad attitude? Yeah, he was basically a dick in the locker room. I mean, he looks was, was he kayfabe dick? Or just <laughs> he looks he looks like a dick, honestly. Well, if you had to go out there in a fucking whatever jacket he's wearing, uh, he chooses that feather jacket. They don't make him wear that shit. I mean, he could he could have had the bad attitude because he was in the cruiserweights. I'm not saying that's not the company's fault that he had the attitude, but you know, I don't know. I mean, they really weren't doing anything with him. It's kind of sad because he just come back, you know. But cruiserweights are officially dead, in my opinion. 
Yeah, pretty much. They need I, to do what you said with the cruiserweights. Put it on one show. Put the women's on another. That's what they need to do. I thought SmackDown SmackDown sucked so bad this week. I give it a four out of ten. Yeah, I didn't miss. I guess I didn't <laughs> miss anything there. Don't don't even bother going back and watching it because you ain't missing shit. At least AJ Styles has kept relevant. Kevin Owens has kept relevant. John Cena can make an appearance and people pop. Um, so I least, just hope next time Cena goes away and they bring him back again, they do that slow version of his theme. Again. <laughs> Sounds like the one they play at his funeral. Yeah. <laughs> How about he dies? <laughs> they show like kid pictures of him, like his like home videos. <laughs> no, it's the one that they play whenever they release like one of the like you know John Cena like videos that you know goes and shows his whole career from the yeah, beginning to the end. Yeah. <laughs> when, when Kurt Angle first met him and said, "Who the hell are you?" <laughs> I'm Kurt. I'm Kurt freaking Angle. See, who I, the hell are you? I missed that Kurt Angle. Do they need to bring that character back? They don't like this suit and tie, boring guy. You know how you said you were hoping he was gonna Olympic slam someone? Yeah. On Raw, man, the way he comes out there looking now, it looks to me like it would physically hurt him to fucking take a shit. <laughs> yeah, stop singing along with the crowd with the you suck stuff the old, yeah. you, you don't do that Kurt Angle's the guy who stops the whole main event because you, they, they do that I, I, you know the reason he looks like so old well the reason he looks so stiff is because of how tight those fucking suits are that they got him in man those suits look like they're fucking four sizes too small I hope one episode he just breaks out of it into, is his old star spangled uniform that he used to wrestle in and he's like, you know what? He just, I don't know, flexes and it rips uh, off. Let me ask you, Corey. Do you think he's going to wrestle again? I mean, I, I I would think he might at a WrestleMania, but it will be like one time, I think. Well, wasn't, it, wasn't you telling me the other day that he broke his neck like four times in WWE? He, well, he broke it. If you count the Olympics, he broke it four times, yeah. Jesus Christ. He broke it four times in four Wait, years. I thought people died when their necks got broke. I, I didn't know they just... <laughs> Not real men like Kurt Angle. Hell no. I thought Stone Cold Steve Austin doing it one he time was He won the fucking bad. Olympics on a broken neck. That's how fucking manly he is. Wow. What the... Fuck? I didn't realize how many, like, matches he he had to go through when he broke it in the Olympics. But I watched that, that thing on the network the other night. He broke that... He broke his neck in the semifinals of the qualifier for the Olympics. So after he broke his neck, he still had to win six matches to get the gold oh, medal. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ain't no fucking way. Why is he not like, I don't know, like special forces or something? That don't make any sense. That's not even... I'm going to tell you right now, John Cena will never be that fucking oh, American. Oh, no. That guy... <laughs> No, he has to go somewhere. That guy's a danger to society. Do you know how, man, do you know how fucking great of a feeling it must be to put on your resume that you won an Olympic gold medal? You can kick anyone's ass, yeah. bro. Like, imagine fighting someone like that. I, you know what? I wouldn't even fucking, I wouldn't even do a resume. All I do is put my fucking name at the top, won a gold medal, and that's it. Would you fight There's him? There's my for, qualifications. Would you fight him for a million dollars? For Kurt, would I fight Kurt for a million dollars? I would let him beat my ass up and down this fucking street for a million dollars. I already kicked Rock's ass. Probably. There's probably very few people. Well, I mean, seeing that he's, you know, he can't turn his neck anymore, he might have some difficulties yeah. with people. But he does the Batman thing from the '80s. 
shoulders. Like real life, Batman. Yeah, shoulders and <laughs> so. Do we have anything else about wrestling? That was it. <laughs> I don't think so. That's all I had to say. Um, getting you, out of that. Oh, I, I have one thing. Are you excited about the Punjabi prison match? Oh yeah, hold on, wait. I'm glad you brought that up. I uh, before before I answer, Corey, are you excited about the Punjabi prison match? <laughs> you know I don't give a fuck about that piece of shit. That's exactly what he said earlier when I asked him about it. But you know what's sad is all the reason they're doing this is because he's Indian. And Punjabi prison match just makes sense. So the writers are like, you know what would be a good idea? I don't remember the last one. What the fuck do they even do in it? That was with Greg Colley. Okay, yeah, it was built for the Great Colley. You know who was in like the, the biggest one they ever had? Who? Fucking Batista and The Undertaker. Why? <laughs> Why they... Neither one of them are Punjabi. No. <laughs> It looks cool, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what else to give it. I don't it, even know. It's it... basically a knockoff version of that fucking war game. What was the one that they did in WCW, where they stacked like three cages on top of each other? Oh fuck! I don't oh, even know. That was the one that was mad. that movie that was featured in the Royal Rumble. Movie. Yeah, that was a real match. Ready to Rumble yeah. with the movie. That was real. Yeah, that was <laughs> as a real... kid, I was like, oh man, that's like the. Yeah, WCW did that match in like uh, like once a year. I That's think. where I remembered that from. But and, they st- and David Arquette was in the match because he was also in that movie and he was in the yeah. he won the belt. Oh my god! Yeah, WCW did some it came uh, full circle, some crazy shit. Full circle. So the Punjabi prison match is pretty much that, just with bamboo sticks. Essentially. Oh shit. <laughs> Looks like you're wrestling in a bunch of big ass fucking toothpicks. <laughs> Stupid shit. Somebody came to him with the idea of a toothpick house, and they're like, "Can we do something with a match like this?" Which would you rather watch, that or the House of Horrors match? <laughs> like the House of Horrors match was actually not bad if you if you wouldn't watch it and think about it. I mean, it felt more like I was just watching a movie. It was like I was watching. Randy Orton play like someone play Randy Orton in a wrestling movie where he went into a, a horror house trying to get to his match. Trying to get to the yeah, match. Yeah, like like so the, everything else is like not the even premise the match. of the movie was he was trying to get to the arena, but he stumbled across this house of horrors and then eventually he finds his way to the arena at the end. That's basically the same thing that happened in the pay per view. <laughs> oh, sucks, man. Well, that's all I got for wrestling. Move on. Move on. Yeah, move on. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'll jump. Out of wrestling. I'll jump into like movies and shit that we watched recently. Uh, I watched Spider Man Homecoming. I don't think either one of you have seen it yet. I right? have it, but I think it's the stupidest name. First of all, for a Spider Man movie, I, I I did. I heard nothing but good things about this movie. Well, I'll tell you, I got a ninety-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What the fuck. And it deserved every fucking bit of it. Okay. That coming from you means a lot, then. It uh, it was really fucking good. As a matter of fact, they even make fun of Batman in it. No. He he go at one point in the movie. And guess who else is in it? Michael Keaton. Yes, it. at one point in the movie, he goes to a guy to try to interrogate him, and he does like the Batman interrogation mode, where he does like the deep voice and stuff. Cause like, all right, let me tell you right off the bat, in this movie, Spider-Man's suit is like. I, I didn't know how I felt about this at first because 
They kind of Tony Starked his suit. Yeah, I heard it talks to him and it's gadgety. Yeah, the suit talks to him and like has little sensors and shit in it. At first, I was kind of like, eh, do I like this in my Spider-Man? But it, it I mean, it kind of worked. It was cool. It was, it was a change, but a good change, I'd well, say. Well, in the comics, Tony Stark does something like that for Spider-Man. Where he gives so, him, like, so he goes to do the interrogation on the guy and he has the deep Batman voice. And he's talking to him like that. And the guy's like, he's like, why are you... What are you doing? He's like, you don't sound like that. <laughs> it was just a cool scene. It was funny. Because you knew what they were doing. You, you, will, you, will, you will appreciate that scene when you see it, Lawrence. Um, but, I mean, since you haven't seen it yet, I won't go into it and spoil too heavy. Um, it was really good, though. I'll say that the way they did Spider-Man in it was perfect. He was exactly how Spider-Man should be. He's a nerd. Be. And, yeah, okay. Um, no part of the movie really bored me. I mean, the, 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 the plot wasn't all over the fucking place it actually made sense what was going on then, and why you. the why the vulture became the vulture and such like that everything made sense that's why the movie was so good is because everything that happened made sense let me ask you this though was there the the, the forced romance scenes in there did he have to have a love interest there's no love interest was mary jane in it or not it not i mean no mary jane was not in it at all that he had a crush on this chick that was in like this little like uh kind of like debate team thing that he was on he has a crush on this girl named Liz, but he's so preoccupied with being Spider-Man that it's not something he really pursues. Like, he even he's even supposed to go to the dance with this chick. He takes her there and fucking bails on her to go fight, you know, the Vulture. Because he's so, you know, into being Spider-Man. And the last thing I gotta ask, how was Michael Keaton? Because I ain't seen that dude in movies since Fucking Birdman. amazing. Like, why... Like it's like he disappears. I'm like, whatever happened to that guy? And he comes back and he's like in every movie. Why? Why is it, Corey, that some of these fucking actors like Keaton and people like that, it's like when they get older, man, they just reach a new pinnacle to where they're just fucking great. Bill Murray, him, yeah, you're right. That's yeah. I, I don't know. I think it takes the right role. You know, Michael Keaton did that uh, Birdman movie where that won the Oscar. God, I love that it movie just too. Him back in the public eye, you know. Yeah, because I don't really, I don't really think, I, what I think ends up happening with sometimes with those kind of actors is like, they're never bad actors. They get a bad role sometime, and then it like get like you said gets them out of the spotlight, yeah. and people think that they're shitty, but yeah. they're not. But you know who's like that? Yeah. Ed Murphy. That's a tragedy, right? He's just waiting for the right role for him. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. After he did Pluto Nash, his career went. Yeah. I kind of blame Eddie Murphy for Eddie Murphy's downfall. Because he decided to quit doing edgier movies. Yep. So. What people wanted from Eddie Murphy was more Beverly Hills Cop kind yeah. of Eddie Murphy, and instead he wanted to give family family friendly Nutty Professor Eddie Murphy oh, in every movie. Which don't get me wrong, the Nutty Professor movies are funny as fuck. But when that's all you're doing after that, you're gonna you know you're gonna people's gonna lose interest. Yeah. And your core fans were the raunchy, edgy guys you made. You know, coming to America. You can't make that, your boom, start. Boom. And fucking raunchy stand-up comedy, and then slowly spiral down to you know family friendly, and expect to keep the same crowd, and then end up in a movie you, called you Mr. Can't <clears throat> from, look at Eddie Murphy when he did Raw, okay? Yeah, that's the same dude that did fucking Norbit. Yeah, and now he's in a movie called Mr. Church was his last one, which y'all, I don't want to get into it. The name alone. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Mr. Church. But then, Chris Tucker did the same thing, too. He went from Smokey from the Friday movies, and now he disappeared. Yeah, but, I mean, the thing with Chris Tucker is, like, even though he wasn't, like, uh, super explicit in the, uh, what are those movies? The Rush Hour movies? Oh, Rush Hour movies. 
He was still, still he was still really good and still really funny. Yeah. And by the way, I so hope there's a fourth movie on that. I heard they're they're gonna they, do one, but oh, that's one sequel I would be because I want to see Jackie Chan again. Where's he been? I'm sure he still does. Well, he's he supposed to. I've, I've heard they're gonna do another Friday movie with Chris Tucker in it. That'd be fucking. Insane. They've been saying that for like the past three years, but yeah, I hope to see that because they just came out with the uh, the Tupac movie. We thought we'd never see. So. All right, so let, let me let me tell you all this. Go ahead. All my notes here. This is how I was gonna start this. I was gonna say I watched two movies this week. One had a ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. The other had a six percent on <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and uh, the the one that had the six percent is Rings. And I will say. I don't really think it deserved a 6%. I think that's a little fucking harsh because, to me, a movie that has a 6% is a movie that I want to fucking shut off 30 minutes into. Like the, like that Zodiac Killer movie. Oh. Wait, wait, what? Zodiac? No, no, not not the Zodiac you're thinking, oh, okay. the Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. This is a movie. That movie's great. Yeah, that yeah. movie's great. I, you know, I haven't seen it. That movie's fucking great. It makes you, you question everything. Yeah, I have it. I just haven't watched it. Um, but yeah, the uh, rings was like they tried to do something like they did with the first one again, but with horrible fucking actors. Even though they have that one guy that's always in, uh, I forget what his name is, the guy who played fucking uh, Private Pile, what's his name? Oh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. He's in this movie. He's Kingpin too on Netflix. So. He even sucks. What? In the fucking rings. That guy don't... Rings. <laughs> And he doesn't suck at anything. He doesn't suck at anything. This, he couldn't even save the damn movie. Can't I'm he? talking about, man, if you've seen his character in Rings, you you would, like, wish it was a different person. It's that bad. His character? Yes. He's, Whoa, he's... He's, he's the bad movie part? like that could get him off track. See, we were just talking about that. Don't... Vincent, don't do movies like that. That's what's going to kill you. I'm a, you know what, Lawrence? I, I, matter of fact, I'm going to tell you, you need to watch this movie just to see how bad the acting performances was. Oh, God, and the fucking story. Hold on, wait. I got to tell you about this. This is what really fucking blew my mind in this movie. All right. Everyone knows in all the Ring movies that if you watch the fucking video, unless you either copy it and give it to someone else or something like that, the fucking Ring chick is going to come fucking kill you, right? So basically, that's what starts happening in this in this ring movie. You know, this professor watches the ring thing, and like I guess somehow he finds out that it's a video, so he copies it and sends it to students, and then he keeps like, he basically becomes a mass murderer because he keeps fucking promising these other students to have them copy it for someone else, and they keep copying, copying, and all these people keep dying. Well, that keeps happening. Eventually, this one chick's boyfriend watches it. She goes and um you know, tries to save him. She ends up watching it. There's where your movie starts as they're trying to fucking save her. And, you know, she's got her seven days or whatever. But something happens along the lines where there was like a movie within the ring movie. So now her symptoms are different and such like this. So so that gives, that gives her, that gives her like these uh, hints as to what really happened to to Samara and stuff like that. Oh, Samara's the ring girl. That that's I mean that's just part of why this movie is all over the fucking place. The scene that really fucking did it for me and almost made me shut it off. I gotta admit, <laughs> is like she's already watched the video, and they're trying to like decipher what it, like when she first watches to see the extra scenes or whatever to try to you know get something out of it clues or whatever. The guys tell her like we can't watch it with you and all this other shit, right? Because you know right. then I guess the curse would go back on them, something like that. I don't fucking know, but 
they don't watch it with her. That's that's the point. She has to do it alone. Later on, like maybe 20 minutes later in the movie, her fucking boyfriend's watching this fucking movie on her goddamn phone. I'm like, you just fucking told her you can't watch the movie, but yet you're fucking watching it again and trying to get these little clues or whatever to fucking find her. It's like, why is the bitch not coming after you now? Didn't you just save your woman by yeah, watching the fucking movie anyway? This movie's so bad, you telling me about it's about to put me to sleep. I'm telling you, dude, it's, it's, it's so... It's you got to watch it just to see how bad it it's, is. Yeah, that does not sound interesting. And it fucking it it pisses me off because I liked the Rings franchise. You know what movie that did that well, what you were just talking about? Candyman. The original Candyman was spooky in daytime scenes. The guy who played it was in his little pimp coat and his little hook. <laughs> his pimp coat. Hey, that's what it looked like. It looked like a little pimp coat. But if you think, isn't about that the same costume the guy had? And I know what you did last summer too. Pimp coat and a hook. <laughs> no, you know what the Rings movie sounds like? A movie that was done well recently was uh, It Follows. It follows. Oh, that, it, I haven't seen that. Why? That was good. I should have told you about it. I saw it. That was a really good movie. Yeah, I do need to check that out then. Um, yeah, yeah. Ring, rings is garbage. Garbage. Don't see it. Okay. I got. I got a little movie news. I think it's exciting. What's that? Have you heard the Tarantino news? No. Oh, anything with him is he's good. Gonna, he's going to be doing a movie about Charles Manson. Okay. Okay. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. How how do you Tarantino a story about Manson? I don't know, but I can't wait. I'm not really sure thought, what to I, think about I that. I thought Hateful Eight was his last movie. I thought he said he's only doing eight films. Well, hold on, wait a minute. No, I, even more so, um, what about the new fucking Kill Bill? Oh, he's yeah, the fuck I, I that know. shit. Uh, I guess the actors in that one didn't want to come back. There's some of them doing. It won't work without the main chick. I'll tell you that right now. It will not work without her. You told me, um, you told me, Corey, that I think it was you who told me that you finally got confirmation that it was Jeff Anderson was a reason Clerks 3 is not happening. Yes. That fucking pisses me off. And he was Dante, right? No, he was he was Randall. Randall. Oh, you can do it without Dante, but you have to have exactly. No, you got to have them both, dude. It's the movie. That's the movies. It's Dante and Randall. Why did he decide not to do it? I don't understand. He did two of them. Why, why, why would you He's stop at three? He's a bitch. Yeah, pretty much. Oh. He, his reasons for... He, he didn't want to do Clerks 2, and his reasons was he doesn't want to be typecast and the money wasn't It's right. too late, man. You're already riddled. If it didn't, you're not about to just all of a sudden, I don't know, jump into you know every... What, what? Without fucking Randall, he's at home sitting on the couch. Exactly. I don't that's, see him in a bunch of other movies. Yeah, exactly. That's okay. I don't want to be tight. It's too late for that <laughs> shit. What about Tusk Two? Tusk Two would just be watching him eat a bunch of fucking fish. We can see how he copes as being a walrus now. That's what fucks with me in that movie. How are we gonna How are we gonna see how he copes? Is he gonna like fucking use walrus terms to? Is he gonna learn sign language with his fins? Dude, that that. Tusk movie. That, that was disturbing. To me. <laughs> it was. <laughs> uh, Corey said it was disturbing. Look, uh, Roper, or the one that's still alive, the critic that we all know, Roper said, there's some movies you just want to unwatch. He's like, that movie, I don't know what to say about it. It's just fucking demented. It wasn't bad. That's what he's saying. He's like, it wasn't bad, but it's so disturbing and it's thought like, 
Like this guy got turned into a walrus. That was it, it's it's like a human centipede type movie. Yeah, you just wish yeah, you could unwatch it. Yeah, because it's like he lost everything getting turned into that. You know what's disturbing about the human centipede? What? People knew what they were getting when they went in, but they wanted to see it anyway. Anyways. And then they made three of them. Like, oh wait, they're connecting mouths to assholes. This fucking sounds sick as fuck, but I gotta see it. No, I think sec- what's disturbing to me about the test movie is. I don't think anyone's gonna like be turning someone into a walrus, but I could see some fucking crazy fuckers out there. Well, like that, 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 that's the whole thing that sets the movie off is because you know that there's probably people out there crazy enough that and obsessed with shit like that enough to want to do it. Yeah. Because you see. These fuckers who, like, get themselves tattooed and whiskers added to their face and shit like that to try to look like an animal. So you can yep. see them doing that to somebody else. Yes. What if these yep. people don't have the, the fucking gall to do it themselves, so they want to do it to somebody else? And turn them into a pet. Oh, like a walrus. Like a walrus. Yeah, that's why that movie is so disturbing. And also because they show you, Corey, like, his dude's life before he got turned into the walrus. He had a girlfriend. He had a cool podcast. Yeah. Like doing. He had a cool life, bro. And then he gets turned into this, and now it's all gone. And he just sits around eating fish. And he's actually turned into an animal. He, and can't he lost talk. his girlfriend to his best friend. <laughs> but and, that, and it could have... It could it could have affected me worse too because I have to go in some weird fuckers' houses sometimes to do stories, <laughs> oh. just kind of like he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Since we're uh, we're we're getting up there in time, let's go ahead and uh, jump into this. Uh, Conor McGregor. We got to talk Gregor. about May Gregor. The press conference it happened finally, and happened. I watched it today, and it fucking sucked. It did. The only thing that was good about the entire press conference was Conor McGregor going at it with Floyd Mayweather's dad. <laughs> I like how you added the dad part. Not even Floyd Mayweather. It was his dad. But here's the funny thing with that was Conor was saying, I can't even tell the difference between you two. Yeah. I don't know who's... He's like, he's like I-, I can't even tell you two apart. <laughs> and he called his dad Junior. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I Connor. Think the best part was uh, Connor, Connor McGregor's suit. Oh my God, that suit was epic. The, the little flower and the. <laughs> no, dude, you know you know he's wearing a pinstripe suit. Yeah, right? pinstripe suit when he had a little flower. No, no, no. The pinstripes said "fuck you" down every every little pin, every little stripe said "fuck you." The pinstripes were were, were the words "fuck you" written down. Oh really? Yes. It was a custom made suit that he said. Fuck. Yes. Oh, uh, the pinstripe said "fuck you." Okay. But when it, you know you can't really tell it until you get close up. Damn, Connor. That's like <laughs> that's, that's like the most epic shit that ever. It is. I want that suit. <laughs> Imagine wearing that suit to an interview. <laughs> if you could punch people's faces in for a living, I guess you could get away with it. But all right, the, the press conference was entertaining, but we all know how this is going to go down. Floyd Mayweather is about to eat this man alive. You say he's not. I don't know. I say he is. Well, look. Here's my theory on this whole fight. I already told this to a friend of mine. I think the whole fucking thing is fixed anyway. I think it's a fucking fixed fight. Like, this is what I think is going to happen. One of two things is going to happen. Either Conor McGregor is going to knock Floyd Mayweather down early in the fight. Like, knock him down on his ass. Because if I'm not mistaken, Mayweather has never been knocked down, right? Yeah, he hasn't. So, if you you let Conor knock him down early on in the fight... 
that automatically boosts Conor McGregor's status through the fucking roof because he's the first guy to ever knock Floyd down. I think he'll knock Floyd down, then the rest of the fight, Floyd will play defense and just outbox him and win unanimous decision. I don't think either one of them is going to knock the other out. Oh, no. that's Because if they do it like that, Mayweather stays undefeated, his legacy's intact, Connor comes out looking good because he's the only guy to ever knock down the greatest of all time in but a lot of people's here's, eyes. Here's where there's some fault in that. You say it's fixed. Why didn't they do that with Pacquiao? Because wouldn't that fight have been fixed? No. I thought that Pacquiao should have been the first guy to knock The him reason out. that one's not fixed is because you were kind of split on who people thought were going to win that fight between Pacquiao and Mayweather. You got, I mean, you got to think you got an entire fucking country behind Pacquiao. So, I mean, they both got a pretty large fucking fan base. I mean, Connor does too, but even Connor's fans don't think he can win that fight. Well, oh, wow. I mean, because you got. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I'm this, a Connor fan. Fight, Go ahead. If this fight is on the level and it's, you know, up and up, no, nothing rigged or anything, I got mad respect for fucking Mayweather because he's, he's risking everything. All that being said, guys. I don't know why. I, I just told you that I think it's going to be a fixed fight, right? Yeah. I don't know why, but I think I'm wrong. A gut feeling tells me that McGregor is going to win this fight. Because I pointed this out. I was like, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this fight ain't going to be fixed. There's one thing that McGregor has for him that is fucking scary. It's like, he pretty much always backs up everything he fucking says. Okay. Every fucking uh, okay. time. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there. He did that against Nate Diaz, their first fight. He wasn't even supposed to fight that guy he lost to. He thought he was going to fight Aldo. And when he fought him the second time, he beat him. He backed it oh, up. Oh, but he barely beat him. Well, barely. be that as it may, more times than not. All right, so out of all of his fucking times, one time he didn't back up what he said. Okay, what do you, what do you think Floyd Mayweather's been doing his whole career? Dude, Jose Aldo hadn't been beat in something like fucking 12 years prior to fighting McGregor. That just means the division yeah, was they're weak. Both, they're that both division was not weak. Fighters. That division was not even close to weak. He beat fucking the best of the best, man. Fucking Frankie Edgar. Fucking just about Uriah Faber. Fucking everybody, man. And then Nate Diaz comes out of nowhere and beats the guy who no one thought could be beat, Conor McGregor. He did that. He yeah, put him in a submission and made him tap out. He did that at a weight class that Conor McGregor had never fought at before. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that little thing. So he went in there and fucking... Well, you can tell what happened in that fight. When you watch it, McGregor went in there thinking that he was going to be able to, you know, not cut weight easy and stuff like that. He probably didn't plan properly because he thought, oh, I'm not even going to have to cut weight. And he fucking gassed out. Okay, and you know what that shows me? It shows me that his he meant, mentally, uh, Mayweather's got him beat mentally. Mayweather is one of the best tacticians, defensive per people in fighting. You can't get in his head. You can't mess with him. When you watch him fight and the way he knows where you're going to punch before you, he's like playing chess in a boxing ring, and he knows your move before you get him. He I'm not it, denying that, but Canelo, once again, I'm telling Pacquiao, you. Uh, every guy he's been against. Uh, well, first off, he lost that fucking Pacquiao fight, and a lot of people believe he lost that fucking... Uh, fight against uh oh boy too who fucking uh flustered him a few times uh oh you're talking about the british guy yeah the hit man i forgot his there's a couple of fucking yeah, mayweather fights that people thought he lost ricky Hatton. ricky Hatton almost had him if he didn't if he kept his head in the game he would have actually beat him so now let's not act like mayweather has never been fucking touched but here's he, he's been touched but he has not been beaten that's the difference and you cannot go however 20 years in the fight okay game that's true he not, hasn't been beaten but you know what 
the majority of his wins also came by some fucking judge with a pencil and a card fucking scoring him in as a winner. And what's to say they don't do that now? Because they are fighting in L.A. They are fighting in America. So I don't know what that means, but... It's like another guy with a pen and pencil and paper. I'm not. I'm not telling you that. If you t- all day long, I'm going to tell you that Floyd Mayweather should be able to outclass Conor McGregor. Fucking, you know, six days out of the fucking seven day week. But something inside me, my gut tells well, me that McGregor is going to fucking win. Well, it is like what Dana White said. In fighting, everything's unpredictable. Anything can happen. So we're just going to have to wait and see. But I, I'm going with Mayweather. If I could bet on this this fight, I'd say Mayweather. If I could bet. I would bet on Mayweather, but something inside me tells me that McGregor is somehow going to win. That'd be the biggest upset in the history of anything. That's kind of why I think it might happen. Well, let me ask you something, Corey. This is for you. Who do you has more to lose in this? Because you kind of already kind of brought May- this up I a little bit. I've already said Mayweather. Yeah. Mayweather has Connor a lot. can lose, and it's not a big deal. He was going in to fight the box out of his element, someone that's considered one of the greatest of all time. You gotta understand. Loses, he's lost everything. He's get, lost all that legacy. Yeah, you gotta understand. Conor McGregor's not defending his title. All he all he's really doing is making a shit ton of money and, and and fighting in a fucking type of fight that's not even the type of fight he normally fights in. Mayweather is putting his fucking legacy on the line because right oh, now man. he's known as. Some people consider him the greatest of all time. I don't. Some people do. I I'm, I used to say I didn't, and then I had to actually put the math together, and I do consider him the one of the greatest. I just have to. The numbers and the facts on paper, everything is there. Is he entertaining? Of course not. But the skill, the level, the mentality that he has in ring. Why does it make him better than Rocky Marciano? He's because, undefeated and but, a heavyweight. Okay, but they can test Rocky. And he was but, small but as fuck. But you know fuck. what they say? They say that his division was, no one was there in the 50s. No one was the heavyweight contender. You name any of them. Dude, Ali he fought fucking guys that were fucking put, okay, like two feet taller does, than does, him. <laughs> no, but you don't know their names. They're nobodies. Here's the thing. You put Marciano in Ali's time, or you had Frazier, Foreman, everybody was heavy hitters then. You put him in there, he wouldn't last. You do set. realize Mark, Rocky Marciano beat Joe Lewis, right? Who some who people like used 80, to call the greatest of all Who time. was like 80 years old when they fought? What are you, in the fucking barbershop on fucking Coming to America? But everyone knows that story. Everyone knows that story that he fought a guy who had to come back for money because he was on t- hard times. He needed the money. Joe Lewis was already old, though. Still whooped his ass. Yeah, that's what they said well, in the fucking movie, too. I think you could say that Mayweather... Maybe one of the top defensive boxers of all time. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna actually fucking call you out on that, Lawrence, because men back then yeah. were different kind of fucking men, son. You, you're right. They were they yeah. were a lot fucking tougher and a lot more badass you're right. than these fucking pussies of today. But you know why? Because they found out about the concussions thing. So it's you cannot getting hit in the head. They found out was not good for your brain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> turns out. So if you know that getting hit in the head is not good for your brain. And you decide to be a boxer anyway. Yeah, I hear. That kind of makes you a fucking idiot. I hear what you're saying that they they sign up for these things, sports people. This is their decision, but they can they at least do things to make it safer for these guys putting a show on for us. Like what? The regulations they're putting in another boxing stuff. The uh, the if you get knocked down, you cannot be saved by the bell. Which means if a guy got knocked down and the bell rings, he's done. There's no more stopping the fight to let Yeah, him... I, I, I don't really like to say by the bell. Yeah, I'm glad they got rid of that because it, if that guy's on the ground, he's done, that means he cannot fight. You cannot make him get back up and keep going, you know. So there's more stuff like that. And this is just sports-wide, the whole concussion thing. But 
Look at Ali, one of the greatest. Look how he was at the end of his life. He could barely okay. talk and just park. And look at how many other people fought in fucking Ali's era and came out just fine. But those guys did not fight the likes of Foreman, Frazier, taking the blows that they had to take. Lennox Lewis did. No. If you want to say that, he fought a Lennox Lewis fought just about everybody. So did Evander Holyfield, and both of those dudes are fine. I, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Joe Lewis hold, hold fought it. the best hold of the fucking best. <laughs> Joe Lewis, I mean, not Joe Lewis, but uh, Joe Frazier fought the best of the fucking best. He's fine. Well, he's dead now, but yeah. He was fine. He was fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead, so he's perfectly fine. Yeah, it's funny. Sylvester Stallone pretty much stole that guy's life and made a movie out of it. He ain't, he ain't feeling shit. Yeah, That's he, right. He ain't feeling shit no more. Rest in peace. I think the, I'm just, I'm, I think the whole concussion I, I, thing is horse shit. But Corey's going to say I'm gonna something. Help, I'm going to help you wrap shit up here because I just, I've, I've bought into the hype now and I'm, I'm excited for this fight. He bought into the. I did too. I'm sorry. I, I did too. I mean, I'm third on so, that. So Corey, who do you got? Because we already got him saying gut feeling is going McGregor. Now, but... I'm, I, I've got to go with Mayweather. I just think it's his element. And... I got to go with him too. I say he takes him in five. I say that that. I really just don't see it going any other way than Mayweather winning. I'm sorry. Well, to be different, I'm gonna go with my gut and go with a uh, Connor. Um. All right, I want to talk about UFC 213 before we uh, wrap this thing up here. Amanda Nunes pulled out of that fight the night of the fucking fight. That's a bitch-ass move. That's a bitch-ass move on you. And you know why she pulled out? Why? Because she didn't feel good. That's a bitch-ass move. She was medically cleared <laughs> uh -uh. to fight. No. But she pulled out because she didn't feel good. That's horseshit. <laughs> Yeah. She said she didn't feel right, so she didn't want to fight. That is not... Is she still a champion? She is. I think D if you pull out the night of the fight, there should be an interim title. Dana White said that she will not fucking main... She will never main event a fucking... Oh, really? Again ...because of this. Oh, shit. So she pissed off Dana White. Oh, yeah. He Dude... They had all. They had already done all of the fucking promotion and everything. Her face was on the fucking poster, and she pulls out the night of. Oh shit! She done pissed off the wrong guy too. Yep. When he says that you're not gonna do, yeah, you're done. Well, also, they're talking about scrapping that division anyway. What was the division? The 135 pound division. They're gonna scrap it. What are they gonna do? Fuse it with something or? They're no. They're just thinking about getting rid of it because it's just. They think it'd be the 125 pound division's more exciting. Yeah, they're money. They're money women in that division. They're gone anyway. Yep. So. And also, they're talking about getting rid of the 145 pound division in um in fucking uh that you know Demet the Mighty Mouse his division. They're thinking about getting rid of that one. Yeah. Should you know? I'm surprised you didn't bring up something though. What? Any more news on the Cromier John Jones fight? There hasn't really been much, I mean, honestly. You would think there would be. This is John Jones against Cromier. I mean, <laughs> they haven't really been doing press conferences and such for it yet, so. Okay, well. Even, which is weird because it's coming up soon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why, it's like the end of the month, as a matter of fact. Yeah, why are they not anything... Okay. Maybe there's news out there. I just haven't... Maybe they're all. scared because, like, John Jones might fuck up again. <laughs> yeah, probably. So, like, this just... Let's not jinx ourselves. Like, let's just keep John Jones in a hotel room locked up until this fight happens. 
He'll still find a way to fuck it up. Oh, someone delivering him cocaine through the fucking window or something. He's like, man, I'm on the top floor, but there's a hatch on the fucking roof. You can get that shit to me. Um, other shocking things on that UFC card was uh, fucking Robert Whitaker defeated Yoel Romero. And you know, Yoel Romero has been talking all that shit to Bisping because that's 185. And the winner of that what fight. Is, what does that mean now? Well, Robert Whitaker is the interim champion now since Bisping's out, you know, due to injury. So it's going to be Whitaker and you know what I'm Bisping. Saying about Bisping, he never fought GSP, did he? That never happened. No, he's not going to. That fight's never going to happen. So GSP is pretty much just in limbo. He's not coming back. He's not. I think he's going to eventually fight for that welterweight title. And, okay, last but not least. Uh, the only other fights I got noted noted on that card was uh, basically the main card fights. Uh, Fabricio Verdun beat Alistair. Or, or he didn't defeat Alistair Overeem. Alistair Overeem defeated him. Okay. And uh, he's like, he's fucking uh, filing to come like to the athletic commission to like negate the loss. Okay. Because he feels like it was stopped too early, which means he's crying and they're not going to do shit about it. Oh. I tell you what, man, UFC has fallen off for me. Kind of. I mean, it kind of has for me, too, but it's just... Um, well, your major players are not there no more. I mean, Ronda Rousey uh, gone. I think it's a part of it. I think uh, the pr- the reason I think it's fallen off for me is it's just it's too much to keep up with. Yeah. They, ha- they have too many fights. There's too many fighters. That's why I think it's a good idea for them to get rid of divisions. Yeah. Like I actually don't. Division a little smaller. Too, what's funny is there there was there was fights on this card that I would have been excited about before, like like the Yoel Romero one, the fucking Alistair Overeem, Anthony Pettis fucking fought Jim Miller, beat him. Then this fucking, the, I, I look, I wrote this guy's name down. I don't even know how. I'm gonna try to pronounce this shit, but oh my god, it's gonna be hard. Alexi, Alinek. <laughs> Something, some shit like that. Anyway, he beat Ronda Rousey's boyfriend, Travis Brown. Russians probably interfered in the match. I mean, they interfered in the election. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> they interfered Russians, in everything. Russians interfered. Other than that, though, the only thing I've been doing is uh, pissing off my wife by having a friend over and playing Hyrule Warriors. And getting really ready fun. for football season. Oh, by the way, speaking of that, are you going to be in the Fantasy League? You never gave me an answer. I was going to ask you about that today. Is it still open? I believe so. Fifty dollar buy-in. Well, I get paid. Or fifty, fifty-six dollar buy-in. When I get, yeah, when I get paid this Friday, you'll definitely have an answer. Okay. I mean, why does it matter when you get paid? Whenever the draft ain't gonna be until like fucking probably late August anyway. See, I didn't know that. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> I thought it was like a right now type thing. No, you you don't pay until the day of the draft. I'm going to get shitty players. I don't even know how it works. Oh, look, dude, you can get all the info you need online. Okay, I'll Google it then. All you do is go to one of the fucking sites, click Fantasy, print out their little top PPR list, right, Corey, and are you off the, of a list. Corey, are you in the Fantasy fo- fo- Football League? Hell no. He's retired. Yeah, retired years ago. <laughs> he has his jersey retired, his team retired. Corey, I, I've been trying to get Corey back into Fantasy for years now, but he he said it was too stressful, so he quit. I don't know about that. You're saying too stressful. It's just kind of got me discouraged. Well, I just, when I was playing that, I was like, I would have to keep up with every game, and I just don't have that kind of time. Oh, you see that? Yeah, I don't even got cable. How the hell? You don't really have to keep up with every game, though. That's only if you go hardcore. Well, that was was just me. Yeah. I'm trying to hit the waiver wires and 
It just got too much for me. Yeah, y'all, how's y'all's Colts looking this year? Shitty. Yeah, it's looking like we may not even have luck at the start of the season. That's how it's looking. Damn. What did y'all do? What was the curse? Uh, Not getting an O-line to protect our fucking franchise quarterback. And letting them fucking letting him get injuries that are fucking not normal to fucking people in his position, like fucking uh, ruptured kidneys and shit like that, yeah. or lacerated kidneys. Yeah. What do you? What the hell? How'd they get inside of you? <laughs> How the fuck did they? Oh man. Hey, you think they got it bad? Look at Cam Newton. That guy just turned into a different person. Like his soul got. Stolen. Why didn't he dab anymore? His soul got stolen from after that Super Bowl. He's not the same man he was. He's no longer supermaning. No, no, he nothing. Got, it got stolen like he stole that laptop when he was in college. <laughs> so yeah, karma's a motherfucker. Yeah, like Shao Kahn came and said, "Your soul is mine." After the Super Bowl, like he came and sucked it out of him. There's no more dabbing. No more Superman chest. No, none of that. So yeah, like um. Yeah, the fucking dab was. Out when Hillary Clinton started doing it, it was like, yeah, it's kind of not cool. No, when fucking chicks at my work were doing it, that's when it became uncool. <laughs> I'd see them do the shit, and I didn't know what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> do that. And I asked them, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what, what is that? I'm like, where, what, where did you get that? She's like, I'm dabbing. You don't know the dab? I'm like, no, I don't know no fucking dab. Funny. Was it a Filipino lady that told you that? No. Oh, that when, when, when my, when my daughter was doing it, it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, your your daughter's famous thing is the the uh, gift of Jericho. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Bring it in, man. I kind of miss that. I miss Jericho. Is he coming back? He's been doing house shows. Oh, has he? Oh, so he's back. Yeah. You want to keep one of my hairs? Oh, get that fucking shit out of my face. I don't want your pubes in my car. So, um, I I don't really have anything else, guys, uh, unless y'all got something. No, not really. No, not That's really. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that being said, we just want to thank everyone for listening. Um, you can reach us at our Twitter at the SlackerCast, um, and our G- our Gmail address is the SlackerCast at gmail.com. Yeah, definitely hit us up in the comment section below. Hit the subscribe button, please. Like us, or not? Don't like us if you don't want to. It's fine. <laughs> like, press the thumbs down if you have to, if you're compelled to. But if you're already subscribed and we pissed you off, just unsubscribe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> leave in the comments. Who do you think is gonna win, Conor McGregor or Floyd Mayweather? All right. So that should be good. Yeah, until next time. Slack off.